Have you ever woken up thinking you were somewhere else? Home, maybe? And then you sit up, look around, and realize you're actually in the room of an incredibly hostile person who is currently incarcerated. No? Just me? With all the chaos of yesterday, no one wanted to move me. So I'm coming to you live from the room of one Miss Rare. I slept on the floor for a few hours. Not that she was here, it just felt relatively invasive. Also, I was somewhat terrified she would come home and kill me if she found me in her bed. Poor choice of words. Anyway, I couldn't sleep. It's so different here, the air, the light, the people. I think I've met more people in the past 24 hours than I had previously in my whole life. And yet I feel more alone than ever. I'm still some kind of secret, which is part of the reason they couldn't move me around. So now it's about 4am and I'm sitting on the floor of a strange, aggressive young woman's room, waiting for someone to tell me what to do next, trying to find something to give me the impression I exist, as Beckett might put it. I did read that book. Play. It's a physical book though. The dog-eared pages uneven in my hand, the cover stained, it seems, loved. Like the kind of thing she'd be pissed at me for touching. I move quickly to my feet, then the door, to replace it on the shelf downstairs. But I freeze on the landing. It's Hera and Apollo. Apollo closes the door behind him. Shoes off. Hera paces. Swigs directly from a bottle of whiskey. I think you've had enough. He hisses. I'm not drunk. Put the bottle down, Hera. Fine, you take it. It's too early. Or late, depending on how much sleep you didn't get. It's the kind of joke she doesn't play for laughs. She thrusts the bottle out towards him. Look, if you're just going to chastise me, you can leave. I should not be listening to this. Apollo takes the whiskey from Era, sips it thoughtfully. Era sits on the couch, reaches for the bottle. He holds it out from her. She drops it to the couch, runs a hand through her long, dark hair. You can say it. You were right, I was wrong. He sits beside her. We don't know exactly what happened. What? You think she shot up and then threw the syringe out the window? It just doesn't sound like something Eros would do. But I don't understand why he would need Rhea to lie for him. Maybe if we had let them get reprimanded for the smaller stuff, this wouldn't be... Whatever this is. She says. He places a hand on hers. She pulls her hand away. He runs the rejected hand through his copper hair, scratches the stubble on his chin. He doesn't look much better than Hera. It's just slightly more familiar for him. Have you spoken to Rare? No one's letting me. It's amazing how hope colors someone. For most of the past 32 years, Hera was this beacon of optimism for people. She was beautiful and charismatic. She wasn't this puddle of a person. Whatever they've done, we've enabled them to do it. I knew they were copping. Ever looks like she could fall over, and it isn't from the booze. I thought they were just fucking around. She was responding better to treatment, and Arrow seemed like a better fit than Char. It's been going on for months outside of the lab, mostly. They wanted them to really give it a shot, give the public something to believe in again. Like us. Off her look. It was need to know, but it's me. Neither of them react to that. And what about Rhea? Well, Black underestimated Eros' ability to handle everything. That's an insane situation for Black to put them in. We were younger. 
I think we were better equipped to deal with the physical and emotional issues. Was he stressed? The lying to Rhea was hard on him. And you know Iris isn't easy. Wasn't. Hera just nods. A pile of falls on the couch. I think everyone was leaning on him pretty hard. I thought he knew he could talk to me about it all, but I, I should have gone to him. I, I mean, what was the point of them filling me in if I wasn't going to help? You didn't do this, and Eros, if Eros did it, it wasn't the real him. There has to be an explanation. I'd wish I'd gone to you before Shylock. We could have tried to talk to him and Rhea. I was just mad at her, at, at you. I'm sorry, I fucked up. You'll get used to the feeling. He might have been mad, but it was still the right thing. She lays her head on his shoulder, passes him the bottle. He takes it, laughs. <laughs> I can't imagine what is possibly funny. He sips before speaking. This is very familiar and very not at the same time. Hera grabs the bottle from him, takes a long, deep swig. It's not even five yet, by the way. She's barely swallowed before she leans forward and kisses him. He lets her. She drops the nearly empty bottle, climbs on top of him. Well, I really should not be watching this. Really, really should not be watching this. But wait. I can't. I need to not think for a while. You do too. Her whispered words bounce off the high ceiling. She's still less than an inch from his face. I really want to help you, but for me, this is more than a night. Being with you and not being with you, that isn't fair to me. I don't know what reaction he expects, but I don't think he's going to get it. She gets off him, stomps across the room. Fair, wow, okay, yes, let's discuss fair. You know what hasn't been particularly fair to me? The last year or so, you have been harassing me. This includes, by the way, when you begged me to get back together in response to Iris turning up dead. Ouch. Iris, you know, because processing the apparent murder of the girl who was fucking your boyfriend wasn't confusing enough. Wait, she can't possibly mean... I, I must have misheard. That isn't something Iris would do. When are you going to stop punishing me? This isn't about you. I cannot get over that. I think I was more comfortable watching them make out. You don't even try. You think it's easier this way? That I wanted us to be done? Well, if we're so over, then why are you- I just need you right now. Say that again. But there's nothing but a breathless silence. She just stares at him, her mouth shut. My palms are so sweaty, I- Fuck. Hello? I drop the book. I try and turn around the stairs, but Apollo's already seen me. Shit. I'm not used to holding books. I stammer. I was just going to get a glass of water. I'm Clark, by the way. Um, Apollo. Great to finally meet you. He pauses. I have to, um, go to some things. See if they'll let me talk to, to Eros now. I don't know if I could possibly say anything dumber, so I just nod. Hera doesn't make eye contact with him as he leaves. I think if one of the Sacred Sisters doesn't do something stupid every two hours, the world stops spinning. I force air out my lungs that I hope passes for laughter. I don't know how much of that you heard or saw, but please don't tell anyone about it. I don't know anyone to tell. I need coffee. Can I get you anything? Do you have any orange aid? The 
powder? Let me just check my spaceship. I think if you haven't used it yet to get to another planet, you might not be as smart as I heard. She looks more like her from the photos when she smiles. I think we have some in the fallout shelter, which is not a joke. Water's fine. I follow her into the kitchen, subtly depositing the book back on the shelf as I pass. The bricks are nicer than I thought. Was that rude? She doesn't say anything, she just pulls a sealed water bottle from the fridge. She pours it into a glass and pops it into a small boxy sterilizer. It spins, heating the water and then rapidly cooling it. Oh, and before I forget, take this. She pulls out a small remote-like object from her pocket. All it has is a small red button on it. It's a GPS tracker that is triggered by this button. We all have them. I'll just get a new one. Just press it if something is wrong. She slides it across the table and then hands me my glass of water. I pulse for a moment before drinking. Back home, we rarely drank water. They were very afraid it contained traces of the virus that had killed a third of the population. It's safe, she reads my thoughts. I raise the glass. Cheers to old habits. I take a small sip. I'm sorry about what's going on. About Rhea and Eros and Iris. In my immediate state of embarrassment, I'd forgotten. I probably shouldn't mention her, right? I mean, I don't know what you say when your boyfriend's mistress. There was nothing in anyone's file about this. I know how crazy some things must seem, but you have to know I am really sorry about what happened to her. Before she was anything else to me, she was one of us. I want to find out what happened to her too. I nod and pretend to sip my water. For the record, it does taste weird. So, um, what do you think happened to her? If she's surprised, her face doesn't show it. It would be unfair for me to say anything. Why? There are so few facts. I wouldn't want to make you think something bad about someone you haven't even met yet. You can't just unthink things. W what did you say about Ray and Eros that made them take them? Only that I thought they knew something. Sometimes my sister needs a push to do the right thing. I can't imagine anyone making her do something she doesn't want to do. The few hours since they brought me in here have done nothing to stop the whirling inside my head. My thoughts are bouncing off the sides of my skull and ricocheting back again at a speed so erratic I need to hold myself still to keep from letting it throw me down. Because I can't let Orsino, the detective, see me shaken, even if it is just from fury. There are two, two fucking people left on this planet that I trust, let alone give a fuck about, and somehow in a night they both use that trust to screw me over. I never should have lied for Eros, and I never should have told Hera the truth. Eros and Iris, duh, fucking you could have told me that, but what else was I supposed to think? I wouldn't have assumed that it was that. God, I am so, he told me he was over there. What rational person would assume it was just cuddling? God, I believed all that stuff about how unwell Iris was. How Eros was just being a good guy. Everything I've ever known about him has told me he doesn't start trouble, and that's from someone who gets him into a lot of it. I think back to the haunted, guilty look on his face when he told me he had been with her, 
God, he must have wanted desperately for me to accuse him, ask him, poke him, back him into a corner he would be happy to confess from. Because he's a coward. He's a fucking coward. At least Iris had balls. And Hera. Fucking Hera. I get being mad at me. That all checks out. I'm mad at me half the time. But this, this isn't going to teach me a lesson. This isn't me staying out late or barring her jacket. This is a murder investigation. The facts that everyone but me seems to know are humiliating. And that big secret, having to hear it from Clark with his overwrought clunky accent. He's no Henry Higgins, is he? God, my guts churn when I think about it. Iris was close. If Hera had known that, I mean, that could have been what got her to spill on me, right? She's always put them and their mission above, above me, above everything. No, she couldn't have known. They wouldn't let her know. I would be able to tell if she had known. She must know something, though, something that would make her believe it was Eros, despite all the years we've known him. I scratch violently at the makeup still covering my tattoos, drag my nails up my arm, and uncover the ones there, too. Do I think Eros could have? No. Then again, though, I don't think my Eros would have agreed to the... the copping. They must have been pressuring him. He could have snapped. Or... Or they could want us all to think that. I stop scratching and realize how convenient this suddenly all seems. You're not tired, are you? This waste of genetic material. Orsino enters the room. No. How about you? Get any shut-eye, pal? His smile is the only thing tighter than his asshole. You know, your boyfriend gave me a message for you. Funny. Despite all the fun you two have had, you've, uh... Never spent the night in a cell, huh? He's not my boyfriend. Why not? Can that question really not wait until the morning? It, uh, actually is the morning. Five in the morning, to be exact. Were you up around this time last night? Yes. Was it really only last night? Why don't we, uh, why don't we run through again what you kids were up to? I already told you three times. Just to catch you up to speed, uh, we were in the lab until six or so. Iris wasn't hanging around or swooning over Eros more than usual. We were grabbing dinner, but Iris said she was too nervous before her show to eat. Nervous about what? She does the same thing every, you know what, whatever. Um, I didn't see her after she left. He knows I'm lying about Eros sleeping at my place, thank you, Hera, but he doesn't know much else. We just stare at each other. While I have his attention, I might as well ask something that's been bugging me. Why haven't I seen you before? Black clearly trusts you a lot. There have been security breaches before. I mean, nothing like this, but... I guess I'm just curious why bring you out now. I've been unavailable. All these years, if only I'd known calling in sick was an option. I wasn't sick. I was in prison, actually. Now he has my attention. Why? I made the wrong decision, so I spent a lot of time paying for it. Why would Black ask someone with... Whatever intentionally omitted criminal history to do something as important as this. Because she trusts me. Do you trust her? He doesn't hesitate. No. She's actually one of the people responsible for sending me away. But sometimes we have to do things to get things. Maybe you don't understand that. 
Yeah, I must have forgotten that between endless testing, experimental procedures, and, um, what's that last one? Oh yeah, having to fuck people I don't even like. You don't really expect me to feel bad for you, right? I bet you get off on shit like this. You want to know the juiciest, dirtiest details of my life because you missed yours, huh? Black put you in a cell and all the people you thought cared forgot about you? Is that why you jumped on this case? In a breath, he shoves the metal table out from between us. He grabs the back of my neck and pulls me towards him, hard. His fingers dig into my skin. I'm in pain, but I'm also trying to figure out why isn't anyone stopping him? There have to be guards watching this. I'm here because someone looked into that girl's eyes and dug a needle into her neck and squeezed it like it was a trigger. I picture Iris's face. I picture every look she's ever given me. None of those fit into the story I'm hearing. The scene I'm seeing, the light fading from her eyes, her breaths coming in heaves, her skin graying and decaying a millisecond at a time. I imagine her grip on my arm lasting longer than the traces of heat in her hand. Part of me wants to collapse, but Orsino is nails deep in my skin. Someone watched her, shocked, scared, and dying. Someone she knew, someone she trusted. Only someone like me can understand the value of punishment for that. And there's something about the way he's staring at me that tells me he wants very badly to punish me for being a liar, for being reckless, for drinking too much, for smoking too much, for making the government look like idiots for my body not working, for being a waste, for being such a fucking waste. Maybe my punishment is supposed to be this useless self. A walking, talking, lying disappointment. Well, if that's how they see me. I'll tell you what I know, but I need to know something from you. He releases me. There's no reason for me to trust you. Eros wasn't with me that morning. The last time I saw him, I was with Hera. Why did you lie? Because he asked me to, and I believed him when he said he didn't know anything. He went over there because she asked him to. We already have proof he was going over there. He wrote her a note earlier that day. Apollo found it crumpled up in their trash. Of course he did, I think. I paused before speaking again. I... This is hard to say. I didn't know they were fucking. Oh, I know. The note talks a lot about how worried Eros was about upsetting you. Your non-boyfriend having sex with your friend. Does that upset you? He said he was looking forward to seeing her. I don't blame him. She was gorgeous and smart, sweet. I involuntarily twist my lips. What? It was that or vomit all over him. Plus, it's a special bond, making something like that. I mean, I don't understand it. You can't either, but... Must have been a nice change from... Whatever drugged-up mess of a bed you would bring him to. The acid in my throat is going to eat through my teeth, my lips, his fucking ugly tie, hopefully. I'm sure the whole end-of-the-world thing that turns you on is fun in the start, but... He's got a life to live, you know? He and Iris had purpose together. That ship had kind of sailed for you. That's not true, I say. Really? 
I read a 10-person committee spent a dozen hours deliberating on who to devote resources to. Ruled you out in the first hour. You came in third out of three, sweetheart. And you had such a head start. I don't blame Eros and Iris for feeling bad for you. Well, it could be worse. I could be dead. I wince, expecting him to grab me again, but he doesn't. He's flipping through a file in his lap. How did Eros seem after their MIUC sessions? The ones that you did know about. I get the sense he's enjoying this. No different than any other time, I guess. Do you really think he's been honest with you about how he feels about stuff? Considering... Yes. Well, why not fill you in at the start then? <sighs> to be honest with you, I've been asking myself the same thing. But don't worry, I don't say that out loud. That's just between you and I. From here on out, believe me when I say I have a plan. Because he knows I don't like her. Why not? Here, I know, is where I have to be careful. For Hera and myself. They say the best lies are the ones that are almost the truth. So you, um, might want to cover your ears for this part. I know what people think of me, okay? They tell me all the time, and I feel it all the time. I know people expected me to be more like Hera. I mean, it's the only reason they made me. It's the only reason they made all of us, but with me, there was this extra mountain of expectation, and I don't know if I realized how much I bought into it, how much I truly believed if anyone was going to do it, it was going to be me. Until it became clear that that wasn't true, that I had just as much or as little chance as any of them. Where I struggled with expectations, Iris exceeded them. I look up from my hands to see that for the first time, I think I've surprised him. I don't know what you need from me, I tell him. I need some details. What time he left your house, why no guards saw him, and for good measure, some anecdotes about just how much you didn't like your late friend. I'll tell you as soon as you help me. What? I want to see Iris's file, just, you know, the parts about her and Eros. I want to read it because I want to understand. He pauses. Make that two times I've surprised him. Tomorrow. According to you, it's already tomorrow. I sit back in my chair, comfortably fold my arms, and he nearly smiles as he stands. I'll be right back. So after a few hours of memorizing the order of the books on the shelves, cleaning a stranger's house and thinking I was going to throw up, because I swear that water is weird, I realized I needed to get out of my head without getting out of the house. There's a large bathroom off Rhea's room. The tub is larger than the bed I had back home, so that's where I'm lying right now. A large atlas from downstairs over my lap. Figured I might as well get to know my new home. Continent. Or at least practice holding books without causing a scene. There's also a monitor in here. So I'm enjoying my hostess's extensive collection of movies. I haven't seen many from before the crisis. This one. A Trip to the Moon. Old. Like, silent. It's funny to imagine people being so obsessed with leaving the Earth. After the crisis, 
space exploration, along with just about everything else, became a distant priority. People didn't want more questions, they wanted answers to the matter at hand. And they didn't get those either. I can see the appeal of looking out when everything is falling apart within. Most of my life I spent with the same handful of people. I was bored and lonely. I looked down at the map of the Midwest. All I had was the news, then the politics, the science, even the gossip. It was all happening here, which might as well have been the moon to me. What is... Rhea is revealed behind the door. For whatever reason, I duck into the tub, then realize how stupid I must look. Doesn't matter. She hasn't seen me. She's focused on filling a bag with things from a cabinet. Hi. She jumps back up. I stand up. Me again. I don't know how they bathe where you're from, but I promise you, you're doing it wrong. No, I was just... It's actually kind of weird. But she isn't listening. She's already left the room. I follow her into the bedroom. I didn't sleep in your bed. Okay. That sounded less weird in my head. She keeps collecting things. Shirts from half-open drawers. A shoe. Pants from the floor. The other shoe. How was... everything? Just the tops. Where's Hera? I think she actually went to get you. And she's off again, this time darting into Hera's room. I wait at the threshold like a normal person. As she beelines for the bed, she drops to her knees. What are you looking for? Nothing. She pushes past me and heads down the stairs. Is everything okay? She's rifling through the books on the shelf. Why is everything so... orderly? I have no idea. Weird. Do you... Where the fuck is my... Have you been touching my stuff? As little as possible. Where's my atlas? Oh, in the bath. Well, just the tub. No water. Here. I run up the stairs and into her room. I retrieve the book and start back downstairs. I see Rhea load a gun and then quickly stuff it into her bag. Why do you have a gun? She spins around. I have to go. Maybe a little slower than I should have. I realize what this is all about. You're running away. One of my hands tightens around the atlas, while the other pulls Hera's panic button from my pocket. Don't. Don't, Clark. Why do you have a gun? There's a long silence before she speaks. Because it isn't safe. We need to leave right now. What? We? Where? Something is wrong, Clark. First Iris, then the attack yesterday. They think it's someone on the inside. Nowhere here is safe. I was told to get out. There's a safe house in the mountains. Why didn't they tell me about it? Because they barely tell us anything? She takes a step closer to me. My hand doesn't leave the panic button. They didn't even tell us about you until two days ago. There's a tunnel system they built a few decades ago. Officially, it's sealed off. We've used them before. We're supposed to go a couple of blocks and then a car is going to grab us. She's just a few feet away from me. She's not really beautiful like Hera. Her features more present, her eyes unsettling, but there's something about her that's compelling. I don't even realize I'm waiting on her to speak again until she reaches out and takes the atlas. She walks backwards toward her bag, not taking her eyes off of me. I'm going with her without you. Wait, can we just 
Let me get my bag. I run up the stairs to her room. Into my bag goes a few shirts, a pair of pants, my toothbrush, a packet of orange aid, and without hesitating, the button. I run back downstairs, but she's gone. She's... Come on. She calls from the kitchen. I round the corner and she's standing beside the sink, pulling open the cabinet beneath. The bright room does nothing to illuminate the darkness within. Ray sticks both legs into the shadow and lets herself fall. I look around the safe, sterile space, with its water and books and dozens of security features. I look down the chute and throw myself in. My own trip to the moon. The trip is not off to a great start. I land hard on the dirt floor. I can't see my hand in front of my face. Rhea! And then I see her as a small blue light illuminates her face. Let's go. She whispers and heads into the only direction. I stumble after her. We found these a few years ago. Eros and I used to use them to... Well, we never used them to sneak out. We didn't want any of them to be discovered. Noble. And I follow closely behind, trying not to breathe down her neck, but also trying to stay close to the small pool of light. All I can make out are the walls. Cold concrete. She stops suddenly and I collide with her back. Sorry, did you hear that? No, I... <laughs> and then I hear it. A laugh. Somewhere very close to me. Purse? With a click, another light goes on. Persephone stands a few feet away from us. She freezes when she sees me, her lipstick mouth mid-smirk. Oh, hi. Shh. Rhea hisses. Hi. I say quieter. I'm Clark. Persephone. I'm just showing him around. The stuff Black won't. Why is Rhea lying? Persephone's eyes stay on me for a beat longer. Old limbs and bone. She's smaller than I thought. But then again, I've never seen a photo of her not wearing heels. Is Eros still being questioned? I guess. Why are they talking to him so much? You probably know more than me. And even in the dim light, I see Persephone's face change. Rhea, I'm really sorry. How long have you known? Not... Not long. You should have told me. I know we fight and shit, but I at least thought we had each other's backs. How was it you wanted me to tell you? You wouldn't have listened to me anyway, Eros. This has nothing to do with Eros. I know. There's a beat of tense silence where I wonder if she's going to elaborate. So I know what this does have to do with... But we need to go. She must be right. Just because I don't know who we're running from or why doesn't mean I don't know that dwaddling is a bad idea. Well, I'll see you guys tomorrow then. And in response, Rhea pushes past her. I follow closely behind her, and without asking, Persephone reaches out and touches my face. Her fingers trace from my temple past where the crinkle would be by my eyes, down to my chin. Rhea pulls me hard after her. We walk in silence for some time. Looking over my shoulder, I can't see Persephone anymore. At least I think I can. Why didn't we tell her where we were going? If she didn't already know, she wasn't supposed to know. That makes sense. What did you mean about this not being about Eros? The most pressing matters in my life have surprisingly little to do with him. And she climbs a small flight of concrete stairs. I follow, try not to trip. She takes a breath and then pushes through a door 
and the tunnel was flooded with harsh sunlight. I fumble in my pockets for my sunglasses. In the same fluid motion as she puts on hers, she grabs mine from my breast pocket. Thanks. I follow her up onto the street. My eyes take about as long as my brain does to adjust to the idea of daylight. Something about the darkness of the bricks and the subterranean passageway. I forgot it was morning. It must be early enough for no one to be awake yet. The warehouse-lined street we emerged to is empty save for a few parked cars. Rhea stands still, runs her hand through her hair the way her sister did only a few hours ago. What now? They're supposed to be here. Her eyes are unreadable behind the dark lenses. But there's something in her voice. Who isn't here? And where are they? Our transport. She answers before I can ask and my palms begin to sweat. And not from the heat. I feel the panic button deep in my bag as clearly as if I've already reached for it. But I'm paralyzed. Clark. The weight of our sudden exposure hits me. Anyone could be watching us, taking aim. They got to the fucking president yesterday, even with all that security. Who's to say they won't- Clark? Someone hates us. Why wouldn't they? I'm so far from home, nobody on this continent even knows my favorite fucking color, and I'm going to die here. Hours after my life began, it's going to- Clark. I jump a few feet back when I feel her hand on my arm. We have to go. Are they here? No, we have to go ourselves, come on. Before I can ask anything else, she's popping up the hood of one of the parked cars. A small white sanitation vehicle. Half her body disappears as she dives into the, uh, the engine. I, I think. What are you doing? Sanitation vehicles are easiest to take. Not the trucks, the administrative ones. They don't get used enough to miss. What? She pulls herself out from the depths of the car. They took civilian cars off the streets. Every government-owned car has an override code so they can commandeer them at any time. It also makes it so you can drive them yourself. She opens the door, throws her bag in. I turn to look back to the entrance of the passageway, but it's gone, camouflaged into the identical walls of concrete and steel. I jump into the car, pull the door shut, and buckle up.